Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I want to talk about your to-do list for more peace and calm. This episode is being recorded and put out to you on the beginning of a new year. And so I would like to take the moment, if you're listening to it as it was released, fresh off the press, that I'm wishing you a happy new year. If you are listening to it at any other time, I'm wishing you a happy new year from today on forward. And what we want to do is move to a life of more peace and calm. And the new year is always a good time for us to take a moment and we make lists and we make resolutions and we take some time for reflection. And a few years ago, Dr. Joel Kahn had a list He's from the Kahn Center for Cardiac Longevity, and he had a to-do list for the new year. This was a couple years ago. And so I'm using his list as a jumping point for us this year to look at. I have some additional things I want to add, but it was a beautiful list. And let me tell you, Dr. Joel Kahn is looking for people to have more peace and calm because that is good for our heart. That's good for our health. That's good for our longevity. And so I'm using his list as a springboard here today. I hope that you will appreciate it. And if you want more on cardiac longevity, just check out Dr. Joel Kahn. He is everywhere on the internet. So the first thing on the list is to count your blessings. And I would call that gratitude. Let's have more gratitude. How could we start any day better than being grateful? We wake up, we open our eyes, and we could be grateful for that. I hear often that people have trouble finding things to list as their gratitudes. And I know I try to have you come up with new ones every day, but being grateful for being able to open your eyes or put your feet on the floor or take a breath. I think that one is a great one to add to your list. And maybe you could find a new way of stating it every day. It's beautiful to be able to wake up and have some gratitude. Count your many, many blessings. Most of us don't take the time to do it. And I'm telling you that the way I see it is the more we train our mind to look for our blessings through counting them and having gratitude for things in our life, it trains our mind to look for more of that. Because what we do when we don't take hold and do this consciously, our mind goes off into the negative. 
There's nothing wrong with you if that's what your mind does, because we are built with a negative bias. We are always going to be looking for danger or the next problem to solve, because that's how we're built as humans, to stay safe and to be able to keep going. So when we can realize we're safe, such as when we are waking up in our bed in the morning, in our nice, warm, comfortable spot, we can be grateful for what we have because we are already safe and we don't need to be scanning the horizon of our current circumstance or our imaginary circumstances looking for trouble. But we have to do that consciously. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Next on the list is to focus on what matters. And there we go. That ties in with that. Focus on what matters. Often our mind is going to go to the future. That would be our anxious thinking. And that doesn't matter in that moment. So bring it back. It's your job to reel it back in and focus on what matters. The next one is to keep it simple. And I always loved that little acronym K-I-S-S. Give yourself a kiss and keep it simple, sweetheart. I think that the more we can simplify our lives, our interactions, our thinking, our computer, everything. The more we can simplify it, the less cumbersome everything feels. And we can actually have more of an exhale, a relaxation when we are keeping things as simple as possible. And the next one is to choose joy. Yeah, joy is so beautiful. And it is available to all of us at all times. Again, this will tie into our blessings and our gratitude. But joy is deep. It is heartfelt. And we need nothing to feel joy. People who are transitioning into death can feel joy. People who are struggling with health issues, family issues, 
career changes, home changes can still all feel joy. We have to look for it. And it is inside of us when we are paying attention to our gratitudes and our blessings that we have already in our life. I want you to choose that. Even in the dark moments, see if you can find your joy. We are here. You are breathing. That means that there is more to come. You get to take another step. Find the joy in that. Next on his list is to love yourself and others well. And to that I add, love yourself, mind and body. Don't take any of it for granted. Be so alive that you want to take care of yourself and love yourself and others. And when I talk about that, I love to look at it as, do the decisions that you are making love you back? Such as, let's look at food. Are you eating foods, making a decision to eat healthy, vibrant, alive foods? Does that love you back? I'd say yes, it does. Does eating junk food day in and day out that you know is not good for you, especially if you have other particular health issues, is that loving you back? And I'd say no. So that's just one example, but you can look at other things in your life too that you can say, is this decision I'm making, is that going to love me back? Is this interaction I'm having with a person, is this going to love them and myself? And are we both going to feel loved through this? Can we do it so that we can feel love? It's a great way to start framing things. The next one on the list is slow down. This one is especially important for those of you who are struggling with anxiety or who have high stress levels. Slowing down, slowing everything down. Your mannerisms, your speed walking, your thinking, your breathing. It starts with the breathing. Once you can slow down your breathing, your mind gets the message that things are okay and the other things can slow down. Doesn't mean you can't hurry around when you need to. Of course you can. But as you begin to slow down, there is less of an urgent conversation going on. You're not acting with urgency and your mind gets that message. Oh, things are not urgent. The amygdala can get the message to stand down and stop sending out that cortisol and adrenaline and whatever else is mixed in that stress cocktail that we release when the amygdala is pressing the red alert button. Slow down and let everything else around you slow down. It's a great time to look at this as if we had a snow globe that we shake up and all the glitter is swirling and dancing all over the place. But if we put it down on the tabletop and we can let it slow down, it will all fall gently to the bottom and we can see more clearly. 
Please let yourself slow down. The next one he has on the list is be intentional. And I look at that as being mindful. That would be the vocabulary I use. Being intentional or being mindful can really be a way for us to find more peace and calm rather than being all over the place, wherever the wind blows you or wherever someone in your environment drags you off to or the circumstances. But when we are mindful or intentional, we have a stronger point we are starting from and we have direction. And that can truly lead us into the direction that we want, which would be for more peace and calm. And if we mix that with slowing down and taking care of ourselves and loving ourselves, we're really heading off to a beautiful destination. So see where you can add these into your life. Where can you be more intentional or where could you be more mindful today? Have you even thought about what your intention is for the day? That's a great place to start, to really look at where am I going? And can I be mindful as I go there? Instead of being blown about by the wind. If we have no anchor, we can easily just run ashore. I mean, it could be a wreck. We want to have an anchor, of course, The winds are going to come and blow us around, but if we're strongly anchored, and how do we get that anchor? How can we be intentional and mindful if we're not anchored? And we can begin that and get that strong core and anchor by spending time in the practices that we have talked about here so many other times. Meditation or being mindful on a daily basis as a practice will help you so that when you are out in your day, you are mindful. You're mindful as a habit or you're intentional because you came from that strong anchored place. And we get there over time, slowly but surely. And we find that anchor in things such as our meditation practice or our yoga practice or our Tai Chi practice, things that we come back to day after day after day where we are being consciously in a state of peace and calm. And we go there, even though it might be hard or a struggle or not convenient, I get it, but we go there over and over again so that our days can be intentional and mindful because we are strongly anchored in it from our practice. Next on his list is to spread kindness. And I love this one because I think kindness is contagious. I think when we are shown a kindness, we are more apt to be kind to the next person. Again, it's the same with the smile that I talked about a number of episodes ago just to smile at someone, you don't even know what that might have done for them. They may have totally ignored it. Of course, that's possible. But it may have been enough for them to see a bit of kindness that they can then be 
kind to someone else or to smile to someone else, to have a nice word to the next bank teller or cashier that they encounter. It really is contagious. And I think that I want you to be the spark. I want you to be the first one to be kind. I want you to be the first one to smile. Don't wait for it. Consider yourself being smiled at right now. And I hope that you can feel my kindness towards you because I absolutely adore all of you that are listening. Like, how awesome is that? I'm sitting here smiling and talking to you. And I hope you can feel it. And I hope that it is contagious and that you can go out and spread it to others in your world. Because we need each other. And we don't need to know each other. We don't need to be spending a lot of time with everybody we meet. We don't need to bring them home for tea. But we can be kind. We can smile. We can offer that little tiny bit of humanity to the next person. Because we don't know what they are going through. They may look rough and tough and tumble and even evil. But we don't know why they are like that. So we can offer that little bit of kindness and let it be contagious and spread around the world. Next, he says, give yourself grace. And I totally agree with this. We have to give ourselves grace. We have to give ourselves the opportunity to take ourselves, let ourselves off the hook. And if you are graceful with other people, that's wonderful. So turn that around and give some of that to yourself. Just as we learn when we do metta meditation or loving kindness meditation, as the Buddha taught it, was to put yourself there first. Give that kindness and loving verses to yourself first. And I look at this as filling your cup so that you can serve others. It's like putting your oxygen mask on first so that you can help your children or those around you. We need to put ourselves on our list of things to do. And I want you to give yourself grace as you give it to others. Don't cut yourself short. Let yourself off the hook and be as kind to yourself as possible. And finally on his list, he says, have hope. And I look at that as keeping hope alive. It is our job to keep hope alive. And that means that we see that little flame inside us when it starts to dim, that we do something about it. And one of the things we can do to keep hope alive in ourselves is to take care of ourselves because nothing will dim that light of hope more than discouragement, isolation, feeling desperate, like nothing is working. And a way to keep hope alive is to let others know that you might need a hand. It's okay to ask for help. And like I say, our group is meant to keep the hope alive for each other. Sometimes we need someone else to hold the light for us until we can get there. 
And sometimes we can't even see the light. We can only hear the voice of encouragement until we get to the place in the tunnel where there's a turn and suddenly we see the light. So please keep listening. Keep hearing my voice because I am keeping the hope alive for you. People kept the hope alive for me. And now I have the torch and I am holding the light for you. And if you can't see the light yet, you can hear my voice and you can keep walking one little step at a time. Let's do this for each other. I so appreciate you being here and I hope that you feel my heart and my love and that I wish you not only a beautiful year ahead, but a beautiful day ahead. If it's as simple as that, the next hour, may it be beautiful. May you be holding the hope and keeping it alive for yourself and others. Please feel free to share this show with anyone that you know that may be struggling with anxiety, depression, whatever, that they feel alone because we are all in this life together. We are all part of the common humanity. And I would love to be able to help another one on your list of favorite people. And now for today's quote. Peace cannot be achieved through violence. It can only be attained through understanding. And that's from Ralph Waldo Emerson. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 